Welcome to The Overanalysis, an episode-by-episode -episode discussion of the Netflix series The OA. I'm Talia Ripley. And I'm Ethan Crane. We, in this podcast, we're going to discuss each episode just after watching, so we've no idea where the plot's going, so there won't be any spoilers unless they're inadvertent. We've just been discussing the third episode, Champion. Well, how can the spoilers be inadvertent? Because we might, we might <laughs> spoil something, but we don't know that it will happen. Oh, spoiling it by our theories, I see yeah, what you mean. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, we've just been discussing, what have we, we've been considered, how you go about constructing a modernist glass dungeon without raising suspicions, um, what we've learnt about Homer's character and his possibly questionable taste in sweatshirts, and we've also talked a lot about whether having a dead girl in your bath is always an indication of a poor moral code. So before we start the discussion about uh, this week's episode, episode three, uh, just a quick thank you to um, two of our podcast listeners from last week's podcast who um, emailed and left a message on the website about some of the questions we had. These were questions about you know, some sort of things particular to US culture that us being in the UK didn't completely understand in some way. So Carl in the Carolinas um, got in touch to say that, yep, military school is very much a a thing in the US, kind of a thing that wealthy parents threaten their children with. Yep. Not something we really have an equivalent no, to. No, I think yeah. we have public schools because, like I said, it's a it's a posh thing. So we would have, but we have boarding schools, which we call public schools, which in England aren't actually. But no one gets public. threatened to be sent to public school. Uh, you might get yeah. threatened to be sent to boarding school. But yes, yeah, 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 to be sent to threatened to be sent to boarding school. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And also about how when when. Um, the psychiatrist prescribes um, sort of drugs yep. to Prairie, really. Yep. Like, on so that. I mean, that. Carl thought as well, as like we were saying, that it's a bit of a sort of a fictional trope in a way. Yes, that, I, yeah, yeah. That yeah. they probably wouldn't Fair do enough. that quite so much, quite so much, yeah. But both Carl and uh, Jeremy, who, from, Jeremy from Indiana, who uh, emailed in, said that conduct clauses in scholarships are very much a thing in the States as well. That was the most surprising thing to me, actually. I, I, I would never heard of that in... UK. So Alfonso uh, no. has a conduct clause, doesn't he? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it isn't something we have scholarships here, but I've never heard yeah. of anything like that. So I mean, I think interesting. It's, they're suggesting that it's something that businesses do because often, often it's businesses sponsoring people on scholarships and that it makes them look bad if, if the person they've sponsored turns out to, you know, I don't know, get involved with drugs or gets criminal yeah. record or something like yeah, that so it's just yeah, I think what, what these things kind of show in some ways is we often assume don't we because we watch a lot of like American TV and films that actually America, um, US and UK cultures are quite similar and then you come across things like this and you realise that there's quite a few kind of differences yeah, yeah. that are kind of surprising to you aren't they you don't it kind of yeah. surprises you yeah that's true and I yeah. think and sometimes we, we might be fooled and we think something because it, and it's just a fictional trope and we might say oh yeah. that happens in America of course because I, I can't think of any examples but um, also there are genuine differences yeah. um, between them. I know I remember hearing for example that lots of people um, you know there's far fewer couples in America that live um, unmarried you know right, in a okay. fairly yeah. whereas in Europe, Europe it's fairly it's normal. Very common yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. yes. Yeah. Anyway, on to episode three. On to episode three. Yes. So that but thank you very much for writing in. Anyway, yes, thank yes, you. Very thank nice you very to much. hear from people. Yes. And I especially love being addressed as y'all, <laughs> which I can barely say, but it's brilliant. Yeah. Anyway. Um, 
yeah, that ended with a, well, literally the bang. I, I didn't realise I was making a pun there. That, yes. Episode I know, I, I fairly, fairly jumped, jumped out of my seat. Yeah, the did. End of that. Yeah. Um, so th yeah, that was that was quite a shocker. But I, I think I want to go back to the beginning anyway, and just kind of work up my way yeah, through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, essentially, this episode was just a whole bunch of failed escapes, really. I suppose, and overall, yeah. Look at it. Um, in fact, it was, but it was interesting in some ways that how the the feel of the whole series sort of changes over the episodes, doesn't it? Like you say, this this felt almost like it was a bit of a uh, kidnap escape drama. Yeah, ways, isn't it the basis of it, and yet that's not what we expect. Feel the series is about. I mean, I quite like that in some ways. I quite like the way yeah. it chops and changes. Yeah, I, I like it. I like yeah. it. I'm, I'm trying to just keep tabs on things that are from previous weeks and make sure that they're not, you know, things aren't disappearing. Yeah, but um, but it, it kept no, it kept up with that as well, didn't it? We saw the other characters and we saw little bits of their mm. what's going on. We saw bits of Prairie telling the story yeah. to yeah. to the other to the five as well. We yeah. still see a little bit of the five, don't we? Not not we're checking in on them. Yeah, but we start off um, in the supermarket with um, well a, a reporter approaching Nancy. Yeah, and in a quite ah, uh, you know, in a, in a terribly nicely. I love the reporter passively. character. I thought she was great. She was really good. I liked <laughs> yeah. her. I liked the playing of her because you. Yeah. I kept changing my mind about her as well. You know, I kept yeah. thinking, oh no, no, I think maybe she is quite genuine and reasonable, and I'm thinking. Ultimately, thinking no, she's out to she's make. Quite some silly. Money. What I really liked was the way that she was when she met Nancy. She'd been pushing the trolley around the supermarket, like the rest mm. of the day, and she just left the trolley at the other end. It's obvious that the trolley was completely yeah. decoyed. Yes, yeah, trolley right, at all. right. Yeah. The trolley was an absolute prop. Yeah. Um. So, but I mean, is that supposed to be meaning that Nancy and Abel are? It is Abel, isn't it? Abel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, short of money, that's the implication. Yeah, it was quite surprising, wasn't it, that they sort of Nancy sort of brushed her off in the supermarket, and then yeah. then we see her back at home, and so she's obviously changed her mind, but it's not really clear why she's changed her mind, is it? In some ways, no, I don't think we really much. need to know why. No. But, yeah. Well, I I thought because that was she did look when she said when she talked about the money. Yeah. Nancy did look a bit like that yeah, seemed to be the thing true. which sort I, of swayed I'm, her. I'm imagining yeah. So. yeah. Um, I love the interaction between the journalist and um, Prairie in the uh, at dinner. Like, mm. um, did you notice as well, like at one time when, um, so the journalist was trying to convince Prairie that it would be a good idea and uh, she reached over and touched her, touched her hand. Yes. And did that make you think of like the in the other instances in the previous yeah. episodes about, about Prairie being touched by other people? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't quite figured out the touch thing because no. you've got, you've got that, but she does, she does, I think, I'm not sure if we see it, but it feels like she does take her hand. Yeah. She and she, she doesn't recoil she like doesn't she did with recoil. Steve a bit later. Yeah, so yeah. that was a real difference. Yeah. So, so okay, in our theories, because essentially this podcast is just going through the thing, basically we're going, what's going on? We might as well have called this Ethan and Talia's probably complete nonsense probably complete theories nonsense about the theories. OA. Yeah. It's <laughs> a snappy title. Though. I don't know. Um, but it's... So I thought maybe it's the genuine touch thing that if she does touch somebody, something bad happens. But she well, doesn't not seem something bothered. bad because you, I remember you saying in the first episode that when she touched the teacher's oh, hand, yeah, yeah. the teacher, the BBA, the teacher, yeah. kind of became more amenable to her once she touched it. Wasn't we? Felt yeah, that was yeah, right, of, right, right, and yeah. and the dog too. So okay, yeah. so but there's. But but she doesn't like doing it just willy nilly. She doesn't like you know. No. It's important to her that that 
isn't done on a regular basis with people she doesn't like to be touched, does she? Or, the, or we could but, just be making the whole thing up about yeah. the touch thing and, and nothing and, at all. Yeah. yeah, and those things could just be because of her experience before in that she, you know, something yeah. unpleasant happened that she associates with touch, that's yeah. why she doesn't like it. Also as well, like, uh, she probably, with the journalist, she probably realised, she probably feel the journalist reaching out and touching her. I think Steve kind of surprised her as well as much as anything in a dark... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not, it doesn't matter to her because she's blind, but... Oh, no, she's not blind anymore, no, is she? she's not blind. No, no, keep no. up. She's not blind. Oh, of course she's not blind. And she's yeah. not blind with a journalist either. No. But maybe she was surprised by Steve touching it. It was dark or whatever then. Well, that's just... Yeah. All it is is just... Yeah. But yeah. I thought with, perhaps is that saying that she's just... That's more... Obviously, Steve's reaching out in an intimate way, in a um, uh, mildly sexual... Flirty way. Flirty way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Is it just that she's absolutely sort of putting a stop to that? And seemed a bit more than that. Didn't it did it? seem more than that. that. It seemed yeah. intense yeah. because they were having a mildly flirty. I could, it's from Steve's point of view, it doesn't seem so bad. Oh, sorry. I just thought I really like Steve sort of getting the whole paedophile thing mixed up because if anybody's a paedophile, it's the OA, as he's actually technically a minor. Yeah, she's quite a bit older. Yeah, but. Yeah, we'll get onto that in anyway, a minute, though. That's the, that's yeah. the thing with Alfonso, isn't oh, it? Yeah. It's quite sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the touch thing, that is quite interesting. Um, yeah. I liked what she said to... Um, oh, again, this is something giving us more questions really more than anything else. But she says to the reporter, uh, when she says, oh, I can't help you, I can't be like... Well, Jamie. Like Jamie, yeah. you know, because his story has an end. But this is just beginning. Yeah, yeah. So you think, oh, okay, so that's good, because you felt... Some part of me's felt this whole sitting in an old abandoned house talking to five people. Yeah. It's, I know it felt initially like this has got a real purpose. Yeah, yeah. But then last episode, it's kind of like, mm, this is kind of just a talking session. So it felt like maybe the, the, the present day is just a bit of a prop for telling the past story. But, but, but actually, but actually no. we know that we, that's, we are going to, yeah. you know, no, the like present that. is going to yeah. go into the future. Well, no, I, I, I noticed that as well. So, and it made you think that, like, it reminded you that the OA is here to do something, isn't she? Yeah. Mm. Like, and we don't, we have no idea what at the moment. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Something because that yes. Something. So perhaps perhaps um let's just talk about the other stuff that happened in the present day before we go to the sure so, because yeah. it, that's all kind of connected to each yeah, other yeah, in some ways, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I did another thing, but just one thing, more thing in the supermarket at the beginning. Do you remember mm. she she picks up the uh, the hoodie with the with oh, wolf on yes. it, yeah, and says Homer kind of thing. So yeah. Homer and a wolf, there's something, some connection between Homer and wolf. Okay, I thought yeah. initially yeah. that oh, my initial thought was oh, this is the t-shirt that Homer used to wear, the sweatshirt Homer used to wear. I thought Homer had some rather cheesy taste in sweatshirts. When does he wear that sweatshirt? I don't know. Some oh, point we haven't seen it, but. So he wasn't wearing it in the YouTube clip that we looked at. No, no, he wouldn't have been, was he? I, I imagine Homer only ever wears football t-shirts because he's a, a football player. No, I don't know. I hadn't thought of the wolf as being strangely symbolic. I thought it was something he wore. Then I thought, does that mean? Because um, so far, everything we've seen between her and Homer yeah. in the flashbacks have been... Uh, she, she's blind at that point. Yeah. So was the, was the implication that... Um, she was therefore do we now know that she must have seen him at some point that she got her eyesight back before she left him what she thinks he looks like a wolf no <laughs> but she he had that or well, i don't maybe i i'm 
I'm thinking it's more mysterious and symbolic than that, and something about a wolf kind of thing that reminds her. Or I'm not sure. Anyway, we really don't know at no, this we point, really do we? But it was it was kind no. of it made you think about what what is that about? Like what's the what's the wolf connection to, to mm. home with her? Somebody, yeah. I like the look her mum gave her as well. You were, it was really it's kind of like oh my little girl being oh, getting yeah. all kind of girly about something. Oh, you know, it's bless not, her. She's yeah. getting excited about sweatshirt. About sweatshirt. Yeah. yeah. No, it was nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so what other stuff is going on in the in the modern in the modern day? Can we say that in the in the present in the time? present day, really, isn't it? Because obviously, um, well, yeah. So you you were talking a bit about um, so the bits about Steve and Stephen Alfonso's kind of yeah. I mean, we didn't see very much of the other five at all, did we? The five really, uh, as we, as no, we started we to call them. So a teeny bit of BBA. Yeah, we saw her having. So she's got a bit of a drinking problem, hasn't she? She's boozing in the morning in the car in the car yeah. before she goes in yeah then she listens on the phone and she's got some messages about her brother's will so yeah. that's a payoff of, of some kind to the discussion when the oa first talks to her says you've lost someone saying, you've lost somebody your yeah, brother so maybe yeah. so yeah she has and we're guessing that, that other message on the phone that she keeps playing says it's from theo that theo was her brother i think well, it's a message a she's just saved on the answer phone yeah, that she's playing. Set, that's maybe. what i was getting from that i thought yeah. maybe that yeah um and she goes in okay so she goes into school and she sees a actually artistically quite well drawn <laughs> yeah. cartoon of herself in a sort yeah. of bizarre like a bizarre cartoon if I said yeah. That, yeah and then she seems quite cool about it and yeah. she does something and then when she calls steve in she gets to make sure steve sees what she's done yeah. and she's put it in a glass cube or a cube which I, I'm guessing is yes. is aping what happened to uh, to the OA. She's talking about. Yeah. She wants to somehow associate herself with the being of the glass cube. Yeah. So is the implication that Steve did the little cartoon, which he really shouldn't do if he's like this is the only teacher that's on his side. No, I wasn't thinking Steve did it necessarily. No, no, I didn't think that. But why does she want him? Why is she pointing it out to him? I think because the five are gaining some kind of connection between them that mm. which which is interesting because it kind of links back to um with Steve and Pra uh, Steve and Prairie uh, yeah, I don't know what they call Prairie or the OA. I think call it OA when you're talking about her in the present um, and Prairie, Prairie in the past. In the yeah, past. yeah, good point. When Steve when Steve and the OA are talking uh in the abandoned house, um and he's saying, Oh family's really shit. Yes. And, <coughs> and she interestingly says Families can be great sometime. And you feel, did you feel like she was referring to Homer and Rachel and Scott then about families? Oh, you, well, definitely she was talking, she said about the families you make yourself. Families you make yeah. yourself, yeah, yeah. Which is why, what made me think of that. Could be, yeah. And so what I was kind of wondering is, is she sort of making a family out of the five, as we're calling okay. them as well, by, and, yep. and then the BBA, uh, What's her, what's her actual name? Elizabeth, is it? Uh, uh, Betty. Betty, maybe? yeah, yeah, Elizabeth. Um, no, it's called the BBA. Um, mm. When she calls in uh, Steve to look at the, the cartoon that's been drawn of her, mm. Phil, she's kind of saying, you kind of understand where, where I'm at with this because we're part of this group that goes oh, okay. to listen to me. And so please come and... Please come and show me that you're not mocking me like this cartoon is in, but you understand where I'm, where I'm coming from. 
Okay, I thought Steve had weirdly drawn it, and she'd come in, and then she'd put the cube on it, and then was saying, look, you are objectifying me, you like the OA was put into a prison, and you wouldn't do that to her, so you shouldn't do that to me. I don't. Think, I can feel my argument failing in the logic hurdles as I say it. Yeah. Okay. We may be reading way too much. Into yeah. This, yeah. But I do like the look that Steve gave her. This kind of like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of like her, kind of really pleased with herself. Look. But yeah. Because what I like that was because, like, you know, them. imagine teachers in that position normally just sort of like, ah, oh, you, you sort of like you're. You crumble really, wouldn't you? Someone like her really being, being sort of like you know having that kind of abuse from students, but yeah. she's kind of twisting it and like yeah. sort of um, trying to use it in some way. Yeah, try to I like, yeah I like take that. hold of it. Yeah. You feel like you feel like uh, by the end of by the end of this story, um, she's going to have some kind of change of character, don't you, the BBA, really? She's not going to be the same person as when she started, is she? Yes, yeah. probably, pro- yeah, I guess yeah. that will probably apply to all five yeah. of the five. Oh, it's just made me think. Mm. Okay, so if we're projecting the future, well, she has a dead brother. We're talking about, last week our conclusions came to the sort of idea of flatlining and contacting the dead. Do you think that's yeah, possible? I, flatlining and bringing people back, I don't think... Bringing people back? Oh, is that where you're going? No, no, no. No, no, I mean like resurrect. Oh, oh, I see. What talking to people? Oh, right. Yeah, I get you. So, talking to people in this other realm, like we've already seen the other realm. Ah, uh, um, I don't know. see it doing that. Personally. Don't see it doing that. No. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what I see. Yeah. I, I feel that that's where this this dead brother might come in. The BBAs. Okay, I, I don't really want to call the BBA. It feels like it's the it's the nickname that the, the students give her. Should we not call her Elizabeth? Okay. Elizabeth. Can we call her Elizabeth? Elizabeth, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Um, what do you think yeah. of Steve's new classroom? Oh, the alternative school. Yeah, <laughs> quite like... I was, I was quite in the alternative school, quite, actually. That's, yeah, I used to watch a bit more of the video. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is... I know that you've got an interest in that kind of education yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It looked like they were saying, this is, this is a pile of crock. Um, yeah, but I, I was quite like... It was very much... Uh, well... Uh, as you know, I've, I've taught in the school a bit like that, yeah. like in a school where the students devise their own timetable, which seems yeah. to be what that was implying, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. in a you, you, yeah. But very much just a computer-based thing, so yeah. you're talking to virtual. Obviously, and then it's immediately it's immediately kind of all disbanded by the girl standing the girl standing up and yeah. accusing the other guy of ogling her and then walking out. Yeah, yeah. I quite and I, I like the fact. Did you think? Oh, Steve is gonna like go a bit mental and ballistic he doesn't like it he thinks it's it's you know bullshit and it's but that he stopped like yeah. going off on one because she does and yeah and he's actually looks at you know he's sort of a little bit like a voice of calm saying yeah. that's my water you know <laughs> yeah. he was really quite chill about it so i thought that was a slightly new steve we're seeing yeah i'm not think? sure about that slightly yeah. better Sli- maybe. didn't go off on one didn't say oh Fucking hell, bitch, that's mine. Well, yeah, but although he has just had a massive fight with Alfonso for no particularly good reason. Okay, he's not, he's not. I mean, we're not saying he's a completely recovered character. Um, Yeah, he's angry, he's really emotional when he has a fight with Alfonso, isn't he? Because he's, he's... Why is he so angry with Alfonso? 
I don't angry at Alfonso. He's angry about what's just happened with the OA, isn't he? Oh, okay, he? yeah. And Alfonso's there and sort of takes the make doesn't take the mick out of him at all, but he sort of, again, the thing about you know, a paedophile is somebody who's into kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's sort of, and, and, and then Steve says, oh, I'm so clever, and, and yeah. Yeah. And Alfonso's pretty, doesn't Steve's, help things. Steve's obviously quite, um, he's not, not a, a, a man who's particularly up on how your approaches to women might be slightly um, misconstrued or anything, is it? Like, no. just reach out and touch a girl's face. That's not like really. He didn't <laughs> attend the consent class. No. That's I, right. I mean, no, that's okay. That's not the end of the world doing that. Well, to, no, no, it, I suppose. But to, his but actions weren't outrageous. But getting really annoyed with someone who reacts okay. badly to it is not. Uh, he wasn't annoyed with her, was he? Well, he was, because he's sort of like but, saying, now I feel like I've been accused of being a paedophile. Yeah, well, he's really confused about what paedophile is. Yeah, no, but... Yeah, he... but he was just saying he feels like that. He was angry at the situation. Yeah. He wasn't... He wasn't saying... He wasn't calling her any names. He wasn't... Well, he was kind of saying it was her... F he wasn't blaming himself, was he? He was blaming her for... Anyway, but he's, is he is... Um... He is literally and figuratively a child, so... Yeah. You know. True, yeah. Anyway... He's, I mean, really Steve is. is a very confused, very confused man. Yeah, and yeah, his, yeah. Um, but his confusion is interesting, and I think it's gonna, it's gonna. I like you know, like you say, like you say about his sort of the the thing that happened with Elizabeth, the teacher. You know, he's and and do you remember in the previous uh, episode as well? Like she kind of like treats him really well, and he doesn't know how to deal with that either. Mm. She, she's kind of spoke, spoken up for him, hasn't she? And she, yes. she reminds us of in this episode. Yeah. So that his parents won't send him to military school. Yeah. Yeah. And. He doesn't really know how to handle that. He's kind of used to everyone just kind of like being against him the whole time. Yeah. And now he's, I mean, he's got the OA is kind of treating him quite nicely, considering that he set his dog on her. And Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's something that's, <laughs> I mean, we haven't really kind of factored that into what's going on, have we, in some ways, what's happening with the OA in the present. Because really, if someone set their dog on you, you ought to be... Steering clear well, of them all we, costs. We did have a yeah. big old chat about that. And we basically did. we decided she's she's got something that's she's got something more rising going above on. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. not so yeah. big. Um yeah. Well, yeah. what what else what else? Well, the is only going other thing on? I want to, I'd say about the sort of the, the five um, mm. is they keep turning up, don't they, to hear the story, as we said yeah. as we said last time. I mean it's a pretty damn interesting story. Mm. Do but... you think they still have to leave their doors open as well? Do you remember that was the big thing? They had to leave the doors open. That hasn't been mentioned again. No. That would get like, well, Nancy and Abel. Be, I, you know, why can, can that can girl not be born in a barn? Is <laughs> it because she was blind? She hasn't got the hang of doors it yet. It doesn't feel like the kind of community where where it's so kind of remote and rural that everyone leaves their doors open the whole time and no one's bothered about security. It looks chilly and cold as well at yeah. night. So. <laughs> Any, yeah. yeah, so I don't, right. okay, been, so maybe yeah. that's something that was dropped, maybe it's something that only mattered the first time they met, they might forget about it, or maybe actually they've been continuing to do it, and we will, let's just hang yeah, in there and see. Yeah. Um, it has been, we, we did say last time, didn't we, it continues to be a bit strange that this story has continued over a number of nights, and remember, remember how... Um, the OA was only allowed out for an hour on the second night because she yeah. was going off wandering. I mean, is that yeah? Yeah, I thought I think well? that was the deal. She's allowed to go out for an hour, hour. every night because okay. she likes to walk and um, yeah, as, as far as her parents think. But... To be fair with this episode, 
we it wasn't really focusing on the present day was it so we mm. weren't really focusing it on doesn't matter on, i mean yeah. that that tale she could have potentially yeah. told them in one session yeah. or something like most that, of this but... was about the, yeah. uh prairie being kidnapped yeah. and so let's shall we yeah. cut get yeah. on with the cube dungeon yes <laughs> which um i think so my main question really about uh th th this section is what is motivating hap what is he doing yeah what's what yeah i mean, not not just what's he doing but what kind of a person is he because... yes he that is a weird question isn't it i mean my theory about what he's doing is i think we i think we mentioned this last in the last podcast was he's some kind of experimenter on people who've had near-death experiences yeah it? that yeah, was kind yeah, of confirmed in that. this like uh yeah uh i can't remember if it was rachel or prairie herself that said Oh, so we've all had near-death experiences, yes, haven't we? Yeah. And it seems like that that's the case. There was a really the, nice yeah. drop of um, just the f expression uh, NDEs or something. Oh, is it, I missed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that was right. Homer using right. a lovely NDEs is the, right, three-letter okay. acronym. Yeah. So you know you've arrived. So, so yes, but you're, yeah, you're the, that is the most interesting thing about Happy. Because he, he actually seems quite nice a lot ah, of the time, doesn't he? Like when he yeah. um, sort of, because we saw him being very nice, and, and seemed really decent when he first meets Prairie. Yeah. Um, as we call her in, the, in this section. But he kind of thought, well, maybe that's just a kind of, that's him sucking her in, luring her in. There was something in. more about it than that, though, wasn't there? Mm. It wasn't, it didn't seem to be. And, and, and likewise, when he's, when he's uh, imprisoning, imprisoning them here, he doesn't treat any of them badly, does he? He tries to get them to eat and he tries to, He's not kind of like shouting at anyone. I mean, obviously he's imprisoning them, but he's not, mm. he's not like, you know, some, well, I don't know if I mean some, how many, how many kidnappers do I know? But You know that awful fictional, time when you last got kidnapped. Yeah. It was a complete bully. Our fictional knowledge of kidnappers <laughs> is, uh, yeah. is that they are generally treat people quite harshly, isn't it? I mean, maybe uh, it's yeah. not true, but... Yeah. Well, oh, come on, let's not talk... Let's, let, there are no... There are so very few people that kidnap people and keep them for like... You know, people, yeah. it is simply... That is a creation of fiction. Um, no, no, yes. that's not true. That There are... Oh, I don't know enough about them. Anyway... But we do know, we do know that he has some some motive for experimenting on yes he's yeah. that, and i mean is that is he driven purely by um scientific need because there's some parts where he talks about oh, i forget what but he's sort of talking about how important these experiments are and and um, there's always people who suffer because of them or something wasn't it yeah people have to suffer for experiments he says that to, so, yeah. yeah and he's like he doesn't even he doesn't. He can't sleep, or he doesn't. But he says he he does nothing but work. Does he does he? nothing but work. That yeah. is everything to him. Yeah. Um. So possibly he is just somebody who's just a reasonable, decent person, but with an incredibly twisted moral code because he believes so importantly, you know, so passionately uh, about this this research he's doing. Yeah. I mean, we. We obviously don't know exactly what it is yet. No. But it's hard to imagine what that could be that would justify in anyone's mind imprisoning people and some of them dying, like all does. You could yeah. argue that if it's something so incredible that he will... Um, like what? What, what, what? what would justify kidnapping and killing some, some Ultimately, people? end death. I don't know. Well, okay. Even something that, huge. Even something ending so death massive. would be... Anyway, 
There's yeah. always there's always yeah. some argument, isn't there, about there's all often with lots of um, experiments we do in today's age. We do we use animal experiments in lots of cases. Yes, don't no, we? that's true. I mean, if um, and, if and you're going would by argue. the kind of moral code of 2017, where we say some animal experiments feel people can make an argument that they're justified. Not everyone would agree with that, but mm. no one's agreeing that there's any experiments you can do on humans where some of them die that make, makes the experiment justified. Okay, on. well, you have trial, drug trials. Very, very, very rarely somebody dies in a drug trial. Okay. Yes, it's just... no, no, that's that's fair, but but it's a very rare occurrence and it doesn't seem like... Yeah, that's... okay. And this, 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 thing here, to... this, this thing here seems like dying seems to be... A fairly regular occurrence, yeah. As far as I mean, we don't know, but do Augustus well, certainly died. Yeah. Do we think he, like, yeah? Do you think he purposefully? I don't think he purposefully wanted August dead. No, no, not necessarily. Yeah, but I because imagine he said, it's a little bit of a byproduct of whatever yes. he does. I mean, if he's experimenting with NDEs and near-death experiences, mm. he's having to put people close to death. It's going to be it's going to be a kind of casualty rate, isn't yes. it? In built in that true. Yeah. I really liked. The um the moment when uh we first see the girl in the bath and Pre and Prairie's just discussed. Yeah. that was really quite shocking wasn't it and, and it's really I think good, yeah. it's brilliant because you're seeing things from the 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 you know a blind person's point of yeah. view and it's quite nice neatly shot so it's you're you're there you're with her I didn't then... even realise what was to start I thought it was a bath but I didn't realise it was a body it to was, start yeah, with yeah I thought yeah. it was just something. Yeah, that was your the hair or something, but there isn't very shocking when she's yeah. she's hunting around in the bathroom and then she goes down and she's she's you know she realizes that there's a yeah a dead body there and then she has to root around, doesn't she? Because it's yes. just after she's dropped the, the, the ring. Um, Homer's ring. Mm. Yeah. Now that oh, sorry sorry yeah. just to, one other thing to go back mm -hmm. to what you were talking. So about Hap, um, I'm still clinging on slightly to this. I have this sort of slightly uh, this theory that possibly Hap is actually uh, a good guy. Like, and even though, even though right now Prairie and Homer, Rachel and Scott are all figuring on him as being their kidnapper. If you remember when Pra when the OA starts telling her story to the five in the, in the old house, mm. she says, this was the man who changed my life. Yes. And I find that a very odd way to describe someone who's been your kidnapper that you've later escaped from. Yeah. I just don't think that's the phrase you'd use about someone like that. So I'm wondering if we will something will turn around in a few episodes' yeah. time and we'll find out that actually they become accomplices of, of I uh, think or... I don't see them just finally escaping in some way. Like That would seem quite boring, really, wouldn't yeah, it? So yeah, so I think... And remember, Prairie has to regain yeah. her sight somehow as well. Yeah. Yeah. So something else is going to go on, but and I mean, yeah, I keep just keep remembering that man who changed my life phrase and thinking that's okay. maybe good. And, and and it seems quite it, deliberate that Happy seems like a nice guy. Unless well, it's that, something, yeah. yeah. He changed my life. He was he had terrible things. Ultimately, it brought about something positive, but it wasn't yeah. his intention to bring about that positive outcome. But... No, maybe not. So maybe, yeah, maybe changed my life. He didn't really mean to. He was actually a kidnapper. Yeah, mm. that's still really very anyway. up much up in the air. Yeah. But talking about just the setup of their dungeon as yeah. well, it's quite freaky, the idea of this. I quite like the visual of being a big glass cube yes. divided into four units, is it? Or do you think there was a 
fifth. Well, I'm thinking they're all in, they're each in their own cube, aren't they? The cubes are joined they together. Do, but yeah, they seem to be almost. Do they kind of go to a little point at the end? So maybe yes, because they all sit there star. and talk to each other, don't they? Yeah. At, at the point, but but the other um, girl who's August, who yes. is dead dead in uh, in the bath, mm. um, she was. She was there before. Was she in Prairie's Cube before? We don't know, do we? So maybe yeah. she's in Prairie's Cube. Or was there another cube? Or was there another cube? Is there yeah. another cube? You, can't you never really know see, how many. Can't you? you never yeah. know when you might find somebody who's had a near death experience and you're going to just want to stick them in your yeah. little glass prison. You can't think that. Yeah, but August wasn't there, was she, when. Because uh, you, you said that, like, when uh, the very first time we see Prairie in waking up in, in the cube mm. in this episode. Rachel was saying, where's August? What's happened to August, isn't she? Yes. So she's obviously just gone out just before Prairie's taken in, maybe the day before or something. Although that's when she wakes up. So we've seen her, last episode we saw um, Prairie go into the prison. Yeah. So we don't know if this is like the next morning or many mornings yeah. after. We don't know. If Prairie... Anyway, it's not anyway, interesting. Anyway, more than But yeah, whatever. Yeah. Th- yeah. Yeah. Just wondering if it's significant, if there's five though, if there's five prisoners or potentially five prisoners and we're going back to the in the, in the present of the five. five anyway I, I don't know. know yeah I'm not sure I know what do you think about um, Homer's whole weird thing about his ring in the bathroom cabinet and his and son his son and he's got the $500 and initially his big thing was I want you to get an envelope and we're going to and the whole the postage thing was a little bit like how they're going to actually get yeah. this envelope out into the world, into the postal system. The idea seemed to be that uh, Prairie was just going to hide it amongst all of Hap's post, wasn't it? Yes. She's like, I'm really... I mean, yeah. I never get around to taking things to the post. And I, I generally wouldn't just find a random letter. And, and would Prairie really know where it. to put that? Like, because she's blind? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think they even say, don't they, flipping yeah. forward to the end... That, oh, it was a bit of a shaky proper, plan. It's a shaky plan. <laughs> yeah. Shaky. It's, it's a bit shaky, yeah. shaky writing. Yes, but going back to Homer, you were plan. saying that... Yeah, so he's initially saying, I don't like, I don't even care about... Like the other guy, Scott, is it? Yeah, Scott, Scott is saying, yeah, get the fight, get the police, tell them where we are. And he's like saying, no, 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 just, just get the money I need to, to know my ex-girlfriend. My no, I didn't run away. Yeah, I just feel really bad. I don't want to be like a runaway dad. Yeah. And you're sort of thinking, okay, well, you know, maybe we could do both. Maybe we could do <laughs> yeah. both, I'd say. Um, but I thought perhaps that was just um, to show that he had slightly lost it because he was saying, there's no point, we can't do, we can't, we're stuck here. He, it was like he'd mentally accepted he was stuck in a prison and that yeah. was where it was. But then when she did appear with the ring and the thing, they do have this sort of a half-baked plan yeah, yeah, yeah. about writing. I wasn't sure about that. I wasn't sure mm. whether they were trying to make Homer out to be a certain character with that. Mm. Or maybe maybe you're right, it's it's to show that he's gone a little bit mad. I did feel like there was something a little bit more to it, though. Maybe that it was deliberate. Mm. I mean, the, the, the fact that he has this son and he seems, seems to be, I feel like that's going to be a significant part of the story. Okay. I don't feel that's going to be just dropped. I think yeah. also we should remember about Prairie from last week. She was not a kind of... Like, she's not a totally normal character, is she, last... It's not like 
she's now a normal character who's been put in this unusual situation. She was already a little bit weird, wasn't she? She's been... in Sorry, in the present day or in the, in in the past? The, in the past. Yeah. So as growing up as a child, she had all these vivid dreams. I mean, yeah. remember like last week we talked about the father figure and how yeah. she's convinced the father is still alive and that yeah. she can connect with him psychically in her dreams and yeah. he's going to come along and she's got quite strange ways with her and stuff. Yeah, we didn't hear anything about that in this episode, did we? No. I mean, I, I, I mean that's fair enough because she's just been kidnapped. You know, she's, she's got other stuff thinking. on her mind, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah but so... We, yeah, we should remember she's not always completely... She's a, she's a woman with strange motivations and strange yeah. drives. Also, is it fair to say that if we remember, we, we mentioned this last time as well, that the OA is the one telling the story. Do we have to think about yeah. her being a reliable narrator? We have to bear story? it in mind. Bear that in mind, don't we? That yeah. it could be... Um, I, I mean, I tend to go along with the fact that, she, you know, of, of assuming she's liable. I think maybe I'm thinking that because we just watched Memento last night. Um, Christopher Nolan's Memento, which kind of is completely about an unreliable narrator. And maybe that's influencing my, my thoughts about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's really good. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't confuse me or I think I won't be able to remember anything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Yeah, no, no, of course she may be unreliable and rated, but I think for the purposes of, 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 of watching it, you have to assume she's reliable until shown otherwise. Yes, anyway. yeah. And then you're going to have to go back and watch the whole thing again yeah. with that in, your, in your mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, it could be taken that way. So, yeah, so we've got Homer. So, is yeah, is it just supposed to show that Homer is such a good guy that he'd rather think about his, his son that he's never met than... Um, him, him, his own personal freedom. I'm really not sure about that. I think because we haven't actually seen so much of it, I think we need to see more of Homer to, to work that out. Yeah, but okay. What I, I really like him, I, I, I really like Homer already, mainly because we know about him, don't we, from when Prairie was watching the YouTube video of him, that his near-death experience mm. was on the football field. Mm. He kind of if his neck broken or something was that the idea oh, that he quite, quite can't remember. quite I remember because so, he's on a stretcher yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, on the football some field. kind of injury anyway wasn't it and so we know he's a you know and he's wearing a football shirt isn't he and yep. the, and, yep. and and yet he's this very sensitive sort of quite lyrical oh, yeah yeah and, and, and that's quite, quite an unusual character to have isn't it a sort of lyrical jock you know a poetic jock yeah yeah, yeah I, I think that's yeah. often yeah. um yeah, we do in fiction. We rarely get jocks that are yeah. uh, as our main protagonists at all. Well, I'm curious about. Okay, another question for our uh, US listeners. Like in in you know in 2017 in the UK, like are sort of um, teenagers. I mean, I mean, obviously Homer's older than a teenager, but you know, like the sort of the characters were like Steve and Alfonso's age. Mm. You know, the sort of the kind of alpha male sporting character is kind of losing its pedestal now isn't it what with all the sort of like you know the the much more openness towards people being gay and um sort of yeah. gender fluid sort i of... think we have to say that we live in a in a yeah. very particularly liberal city we that... do yeah but but from what i've seen on you know of uh, of 
US YouTubers, you know, it's, it's just as prevalent uh, a yeah. uh, subject in the US as it is in the UK. But are, are jocks losing their status in American schools? Or well, are like jocks just becoming, you know, getting a bit more in touch with their... Yeah, People no, will always yeah. do sports, surely. Yeah, no, yeah, no, sure. But I said the word jock really means a, a sporting person who doesn't really have any any time for a, a, a sort of a sensitive emotional side or for academia really yeah. isn't it is that character kind of like losing that may be an impossible know. question for one person to answer it may be years well, yeah. of research but um, yes but, but yeah it's an interesting question yes anyway. yeah i don't know um, has an opinion on that yeah but yeah no actually it's quite cool having a, a jock being the sensitive guy i remember we have quite a lot of other characters in this don't we like buck who is a, a transgender character and um you know which we should yeah, isn't that familiar particularly in sort of teenage characters in no in pro, um, tv and films yeah is it? i mean i'm sure it's going to be much more yeah yeah soon so but yeah and he he's just kind of seems to be accepted by by steve and alfonso yes like yeah so i'm just thinking is a is a series a story that has a has a character like buck in it must be i mean it's reflecting modern day i'm sure yeah isn't it? Sort of, yeah. yeah 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 no actually it is yeah um, where yeah, so you were talking about you were talking about Homer then, and about um, I like yeah, yeah, he's just oh, I like his um, method of cheering um, Prairie up. Yeah, he's going to do star jump. Yeah, that's good. I think I might try that myself. Yeah. He's just feeling really down, jumping up and down, and then waving your arms like that yeah. is is just almost you're in it. Most inevitably, feel a bit better. I think but he, he Homer seems like the you know. The others, were, Rachel was definitely impressed with him doing that, wasn't she? That, that yeah. he could cheer Prairie up in that way. Yes, she was. I know Scott was a bit more. So. Yeah, Scott is, at the moment, we've only seen a pretty negative There's side something of Scott. Scott. Scott said in this episode that made me think that his near-death experience was something to do with overdosing. Because didn't he say something about being really drunk and stoned? He was and high. He was, he high. was high when yeah. he came in. Oh, I hadn't really thought was, about that. I was thinking that might be, I'm only surmising That's... that. Stuff. I mean, he has a sort of dreadlocky look as well. So yeah, no, well, he's, he's implied yeah. he's, he's a bit of an, into drugs, so... Yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes sense, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Um, Although it doesn't seem like quite the same sort of near-death experience, but, yeah, no, maybe just as just as valid. Yeah. 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 yeah we don't know, that, you know we're waiting to hear about what the near-death experience so is about, really. when he's gassed, because he's the only one we see getting gassed... Yes, I was confused about the gassing. So the gassing is... I, I assumed the gassing was to knock you out... Then, so we're talking about the point when all the white gas comes down yes. and Homer's getting and, prairie to block up. The yeah, other. so the yeah. people in like the uh, adjoining cubes yeah. um, covered their vents up and yeah. then we don't really see what happens. My so Scott, Scott was the one being gassed, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Pretty what happened sure. to him? I, I thought, my assumption is the way it works, because Prairie asks um, Hap about it at some point, why, why do, you, do you know? Well, she's she's asking about August, isn't she? But she says something. Why do you gas us? Yeah. And he says, "Well, we, I do it so that you don't feel something." I my yeah. my I I thought what he was meaning was I do it so that you're unconscious. So then I do the, my experiments on you when you you know and you won't know about it because you'll be unconscious. So, although we didn't see it, is it implying so, that Scott was gassed and he took him out of the cube and experimented on somehow? Yeah. But Scott's still there at the end of the episode. Scott's still there. So he's put him back. So he's put him back. But with August, it went a little bit awry. And yeah. And he left her. He could have taken the water out of the bath, couldn't he? That was Yeah, I mean, that was purple. they were, they were eating well, dinner purple. just before that. So he just left her in the bath. Kind of. And then, and then buries her. 
The next day. When they're doing the escape attempt. Yeah. No, no, not when they're doing the escape attempt. Oh, when really? he's burying her when they're doing oh, the, putting past when they're the message the, under yes, the water. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. A type of escape attempt. So hang on. Prior to that, she had... Howard, she'd got the ring because she'd done... She, she'd got the sleeping... Yeah. Quite like the kind of, oh, you think something's going to happen and something else. Yeah. And she's got the sleeping pills and... He's and it's that that sort of difficult thing of him eating it, him thinking she should eat some stew as well. Yeah. He has a few mouthfuls. Were you thinking about what would I do if I had to eat some stew that I knew had? How do I not? How would I pretend? I, I was thinking I would sip it into my mouth and then I'd get love a little half spoonful and I'd kind of like slightly spit it back out again onto the spoon as I was trying to take it. In. I was yeah, I was kind of thinking <laughs> it was some sort of rather inelegant but kind of similar yeah. thing. Um, but he's he actually has a like anaphylactic reaction to tomatoes. Yeah. You think you might have checked that before. <laughs> I kinda of think it's one of those things. If you get it like that, you, you sort of, also he bought all the food. <laughs> I think the implication is oh he she used something and when he looked at the ingredients, yes. it was based on tomato I think they, paste. I think the writers covered that thing. Yeah, well. I yeah. thought it was okay. Because I thought it was a good it was a good plot plot trick yeah. to have him having it because we think he's uh, reacting to the sleeping yes, pills don't yeah. we? Yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah. And, and probably anaphylaxis might actually happen quicker than any kind of sleeping pill reaction yeah. too. So I quite like that. But she's, she, she runs and she gets him, gets him the, and, and that's, she, she has something about it's so hard. That's one of the things in the present day that the OA says about it to the five it's hard to kill a man, kill a man, or, yeah. or even hard just to to watch him die. Watch him die, like not take a part in preventing his death. Oh, so she was kind of implying that um, she could have just not got the epipen and he could have died. Yeah, or she could yeah. have hidden the epipen. I mean, she could yeah. have she could have run away with it, couldn't she? But yeah, she, you know, she she he must have that, that must have known that she might think about doing that. Yeah, <laughs> although I mean. He there does it, say, if you do it, you don't know the code. Yeah. And it's not like there's a key, is it? There's a, four, a digit, four digit code or something. Yeah, yeah. Some digit code. Um, but during that, she does manage to, she finds the ring, doesn't she, when she's in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, which I don't really see as being terribly significant and definitely the would ring. be a bit lumpy in the envelope, as they say, but um, somehow that feels... I think that almost gets Homer to think, yeah, we could get out, perhaps, just the fact that she does manage nice to get, to get it. it. Yeah. And she gets finds an envelope. And then, anyway, so that's that part, that first... So we've had the first attempt is her just poisoning him, yeah. and then that fails. And then there's the, we send a letter out, and that fails. So do you, so do you think the her pushing him down the stairs was kind of something that she talked about with the others this is what she might do because she knows the frying pan as well isn't she and they can all hear what's yeah, going on she and shout, they're, they're they shouting shout, at, at run. her aren't they yeah yeah, yeah. Um, they must be uh, listing out for this happening as well. yeah perhaps she yeah. discussed it um, um, but I, I was thinking she, she could have pushed the door closed and locked it behind him when he's down the stairs couldn't she but maybe she doesn't even know that well she doesn't want to like. lock it because then the others won't be able to get no, but she'll be the other. Oh, that's true. If she... Uh, yeah. Oh, anyway. Um, I'll for forgive them that, I think. Yeah. So then she she takes the massive, heavy, griddly thing. Yeah, but she knows where that is because she's used that before. Yeah, I yeah. thought she was just going to use it as a weapon against him. Yeah, I did, yeah. But I quite like the fact that... And then yeah. I thought, yeah, it's great. Obviously, yeah. she just breaks the window. And but then once she's outside, you're thinking... 
no way on the hell yeah. we could get, get anywhere when you're blind. You kind of know it's doomed to failure because yeah. you know, well, you know, because we're episode three, so yeah, it seems yeah. unlikely they're going to get out at that point. I mean, it does seem very likely because if if that's not going to happen, then uh, if if she was escaped, then then we're not going to find out what no. the near death experiences are. But I still super enjoyed that the sort of her, her her bid for freedom and her getting out yeah. and running, literally running blind, and uh, then coming across the big quarry kind yeah. of bit. And the music was fantastic. Yeah. It was uh, just like a really disturbingly tweaked version of It's a Wonderful World. Because well, it was what uh, Rachel was singing, wasn't it, still? Was it still what Rachel was singing? I didn't know. I didn't think she sung Oh, that. no, no, no. No. No, but there was a point, you remember when, when Rachel was singing that really lovely song down down uh, in the cubes? Mm. And then the scene moves to somewhere else and she's still singing. Is it move upstairs to when Prairie's chopping vegetables again or something? Or, oh, I can't, can't quite remember. Don't quite place yeah. that. Don't know. So, um, so uh, actually, mm. going back to that, when, when Rachel was singing. Oh, um, yeah. So we have this idea, don't we, that, that Hap said about um, when he very first met Prairie in the second episode mm. about uh, when people have had yep. near-death experiences that yeah. they come back and they have a, thing. a particular, like, Prairie's ability to play the violin. Yes. Or so... so here and he seems... mentioned somebody with perfect pitch, so yes. perhaps that's Rachel. But but she supposedly was an okay singer before and then she did nothing for it now she's a really good singer is that the implication yeah i thought that was it okay i mean it's kind of difficult for them to you know how do you make a, an incredible unearthly brilliant singer yeah. you know it was it was, it was, it was very beautiful yeah, yeah. singing um and, you know and and the implication is it moves them all a great deal and, yes yeah, yeah um and i i quite like i quite like the the bonding session kind of thing between yeah. the four of them and they all talk about their plans even steve seems to be you know he not steve um scott scott yeah you know he he appears a bit sort of softer um yes. and not, not so lonely um but yeah yeah so the last bit i just found that very yeah so the, I mean, it's a simple enough idea world. isn't yeah. it she runs off he chases her, he hits her with a shovel. That's it. I thought but, it was a rifle. It looked like a rifle Oh, butt. sorry, you're right. Yeah. The end of a rifle butt. Yeah. But just, it, you, you, I did feel the direction of it, the cutting, the editing of it at the end. Yeah. It really, and I must say it was, I know the ep, that particular episode was about an hour long. Yeah. And... I wasn't expecting to finish at all. No, I yeah. thought it was about halfway through. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good sign. It goes, it certainly yeah. went quick. It's again another sign, isn't it, of the fact that because the episodes are different lengths, mm. we're not kind of used to how we don't yeah. know exactly. We, and that's not an extraordinarily odd length for an episode, is it? No, now? no, no. But somehow it did um, I think catch me unaware. I think they're all roughly an hour, but I think they kind of give or take six minutes. What would be really cunning is if they lie, so it says it's an hour, yeah. and it's not. Because you always can see on Netflix how, how long the episodes are, aren't Yeah, they, they say yeah. before they start, so I kind of knew, oh, it'll be about an hour, but so what like if, if you're they strangely changed it? If you're reading it? a book on a Kindle and you can't tell how much further you've got to go through it, or you can on the thing, but if you didn't, don't look at the thing at the bottom. You know, that's the difference people say between reading e-books and normal books is there's a psychological difference because when you've got a, a, a physical book in your hands, you're aware of how far through the book yeah, you are. Yeah, sure. And yeah. when you're reading a, a digital book, oh, yeah, you're has not a so aware of how... I mean, there is a kind of like a line at the yes. bottom, but you don't see it as, as physically uh, as holding the book. No, I suppose not. But well. yeah, if we could have the same with... Uh, 
And also, we were. I think I don't know if we were saying this on the podcast. Maybe we were just talking about it. But how fantastic would it be if a series didn't say how many episodes long it was mm. as well? You yes. can just it just kept going, and it would have to be that Netflix didn't put a whole series out at once. I think you could do the like like we like to do the podcast. You have one episode a week, but you don't say how many weeks long the series is. I would love that. I think that'd be brilliant. It would be rather good because you don't know if it's going to end or not, and you think, and then we say, and then we like, we come to the end of it, you'd be like, "Can I finish?" Because like, this no, is no, another one next Because, like I said, yeah. well, I knew she wasn't going to get out because it's only episode three, and I yeah, got yeah. Eight or so. so it could have so... been that would be a lot more dramatic, I think, wouldn't it? I think. Yes. Do you not think you get to yeah. the end and you go, "Oh, it's ended." It's... Whatever. You'd just be so you wouldn't. I be don't mind that. It. I don't mind that. I think that would be fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yes, that would be very, yeah, taking it another bottle. I mean, I think move. probably some series will do that at some point because now Netflix has made it possible, isn't it? But you'll have but to. But they do always shove them all out at once. Yeah. Not... And this is another question we're saying because, like, a lot of the people that we've spoken to about the OA and uh, people that have been in touch with us have obviously it seems like they've watched it all in one go. Yes, well, Carl was saying that he's. Waiting for, patiently waiting for the podcast to catch up, catch up with his binge watching. So I'm, so I'm wondering what on earth you get out from listening to two people rambling on about a story that you know exactly where it's gone. Well, I was thinking about that and thinking maybe that is still. I'm not saying our podcast is interesting, but maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's interesting to hear uh. people sort of theorising about where the story's going, even though you know where the story's going. Yeah. Anyway, what, what yeah. we were thinking was is well, we will put a poll on the uh, on the webpage for this episode and perhaps you can tell us if you're just watching it episode by episode and listening to the podcast or if you've watched the whole thing but you're still you're still uh, listening to the podcast we'd just be interested to know that would be yeah. intriguing yeah mm. have we any more to oh talk i have about? a couple more things actually okay um you remember the bit where haps talking to prairie and he's saying i really like this pbs series about like um about like oh yeah, yeah. And, and he talks about some British a British naturalist British going naturalist. to the end of the world going and saying in a whispering voice and they shouldn't have anything you know you can obviously see the the, the gorillas he, oh there's obviously David it's Attenborough got to be David it's got to be David Attenborough <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, I was thinking it's interesting to see a a US take on Probably the most beloved man in the UK. Yeah, for anybody in America, we, we the whole nation is just kind of holding yeah. its breath, knowing that David Attenborough might die. Because David Attenborough is now nine. It's no exaggeration 90, to say 90. in the UK that when David Attenborough dies, people oh. will be more upset than when their own grandparents die. That yeah. is that is not an exaggeration. A friend of mine said that to me recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is so. Yeah. People have grown up with him, and he does seem just sort of. Well, yeah, really wonderful. And then yeah. there's people, a lot of you know, young and old people just absolutely adore David Attenborough. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes, there was David Attenborough that we're talking about. You were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just thinking about creepy hap. That's what I wrote down at one point. I was just thinking. Oh, slightly sleazy hap. Slightly sleazy, and it's. Yeah. I mean, obviously, some um, a man captures you. you uh, sex slave is going to kind of come up in your brain. Doesn't it hasn't. Seem like doesn't what? seem like that, yeah. but just. That's the threaten the, the threateningness of it is is incredible. I feel creepy. like I mean he touches a hat touches Perry's yeah. hand at one point. In in a kind of oh here's the parsley. But yeah. it's 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 and and she says, I, I know you're looking at me. Yeah. 
And it's and this, that was really clever actually because it's what made him go and get the parsley. So, I felt so like he was doing that is the implication is actually he's you know he this is a per, he has a moral code. He knows that it would be wrong to. Well, that's what yeah. That's why I keep. That's why I wonder if we're going to actually find out something different about Half eventually. I don't yeah. think he's a good guy. I mean, he's he's killed no. a girl in a bath. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's he. There is a dead girl in his bar. There's a dead girl in his bar. <laughs> it doesn't mean. Let's not jump to conclusions. <laughs> I think any man that has a dead girl in his bar has to have... I wouldn't hope. want my daughter to date a man who's got a dead girl in his no. bar. If if Some our rule. daughter came home and said, and said, well, this man... And he said, you know, come over for dinner. And he seemed very nice. But she came back but, and says, well, the only problem with him is I did find a dead girl in his yeah. bar one day. What do you think, Dad? <laughs> I'd have to have reservations. Yeah, you'd least. say, well, let's not draw, let's not be too hasty, but, <laughs> no, I know. So he, yeah. he, is, he is dodgy, but I feel he's, he's got a very particular kind of dodginess, and I don't think sexual predatedness no. is, is or, it. But it might be, it might go a bit funny. Or if it did look like that, I have the feeling that he's going to be resisting that anyway. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's, it still feels a threat. He's just pushed him down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, well. I mean, I doubt whether she's going to be allowed upstairs anymore after that. No, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. No. So we'll have to see. I had one more rather facetious question oh, about okay. the whole cube set up downstairs. Yeah. I mean, they're out in the middle of nowhere, aren't they? Where do you find a construction <laughs> company who's prepared to build you a, a rather unusual kind of glass underground dungeon? Yeah, to bring it in. I all we, I think we have to assume he's a man of many with, talents. with contacts in the engineering world. Or maybe he's just very handy himself. And I should think, and he's got to be quite yeah. handy himself. So he's got to get the materials from somewhere yeah. um, for his experiments. You can say that yes. for his experiment, he's a you know a, a, a scientist. Although I think he's more of a lab experimenter rather than a, well, yeah, a big sort of construction. Uh, yeah, but guy. but yeah, he can he can do that as well. I think that's what we have to go with. He's right. you know he's an engineer. He can also wire a um, a very credible um, four digit number pad uh, lock breaking system as well. Well, no, no, that was that. You can buy those off the shelf. Oh, oh yeah. also had to mention prairies. Very neat little gadget, which I imagine is just a thing for for people with uh, sight issues, that you put into the over the top of a bowl or a cup, so you can tell when it's full up. Where'd you get that from? Well, I, I, it's probably a thing. You could probably buy it online or yeah, something. But, but, yeah, but what did she bring it with her? I imagine Hap ordered it for her because he wants her to be a useful housekeeper. Right. Okay. I, yeah. She spilt the coffee at one point. She, she? did, didn't yeah. she? I thought that was a bit worked really well. Slack. Yeah. yeah. Like pour it slowly so you hear the alarm. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, was that showing that Hap's kind of you know doing stuff that helps her? Yeah, because he's got everything in like everything with Braille as well, hasn't he? So he wants her to be a useful housekeeper. Yeah. Another factor in his favour. Oh. Yeah. He's got a big minus. Yeah. What? Well, they go in the bath. They go in the bath <laughs> and he kidnapped them all. But yes. Yeah. Anyway, I do think Hap is an interesting character, and I wanna. Yes. I will. I'm hoping that will all pay off, and he's not. One. One other thing I was slightly confused about was how long had they been there? Do you think by this time when Prairie escapes, how long do you think she's been there? Oh, and, but how long's Prairie been there? How long's Prairie been kidnapped for? Oh, okay. Yeah. I was. I don't know how long the others have been there for. One year and thirty six days. Oh yes, Homer mentions that. Doesn't See, he? she's referring to her notes. But yeah, yeah. how long's Hep Prairie been there? 
Oh, I don't know. Long enough for him to order things specially online for And he only gets orders people. once a month. So Yeah. And there's a time near the beginning where she's talking about how she's going crazy without being able to see any um, yeah. sunlight. And he lets her out the first time. Yes. And then it must be after she's tried to poison him and the EpiPen incident, she's allowed back up again. So It might not be immediate. It might not be immediate, but... So what, are we talking a few weeks, something, between her going and, and trying to escape? It can only be weeks, really. Yeah. It's not going to be months, is it? don't think so. Oh, it might be, I suppose. It could be. Yeah, we but don't not know. years. No, definitely yeah. not years. So, yeah, yeah, months, weeks, a few weeks. Don't know. Okay. I like the sort of thing of them all washing in the river. I mean, that's, that's what they do, isn't it? The, the little thing. Yeah. Yeah, nobody explained to her the kind of timing thing. She seems to be wearing the same clothes the whole time. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he does. And how do they, how does she change it? Does she change your clothes Well, they just be a bit stinky, I suppose, won't they? Because they're all naked, aren't they, when they wash or semi-naked or... Yeah. So... She doesn't have any spare underwear or anything, or...? Maybe he buys in spare. Maybe. Maybe they didn't feel they needed to go into that. No. Yeah. I mean, that's enough. doable. That's yeah. Fun, yeah. Anyway, and on the note about spare underwear... <laughs> oh, I have... Uh, sorry, I have still have a couple more things, okay, actually. Did on. you think, right at the end, when he hits her over the head with a rifle... Okay. ...the white, white dot receiver? Ah, yeah. Did that happen at the end of the other episodes as well? No, I don't think so. Is that... Near death, near, go to the I light. Mean, it does tend to be a near-death kind of signifier, doesn't it, the white dot? It might be. I'm not thinking that this is going to be a near-death for her here, though, is it? Well, you it's can it. die from being whacked over the head real hard. Yeah, but well, we um, see. Yeah. We'll see. But, yeah, I think he wants to do it in controlled circumstances. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what, one, uh, okay, so one last question before we finish. Do you have any kind of inkling as to what DOA might mean? Her being called DOA. I mean, obviously, it's, a, it's going to be a big reveal about that, isn't it, at some point? But do you have any? I, I, have, I have no theories whatsoever. And if they're losing her, I don't... No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm empty. Yeah. I... No. Be, uh, it would be, uh, be uh, rather delicious if it was the over-analysis, wouldn't it, that it turned out to stand for? Well, everyone would go, uh, yeah, so everyone's been looking at it, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, well, obviously. Obviously, yeah, but we haven't watched we haven't watched yeah. to the end yet, so yeah. I don't think it's going to be that. I don't think it's going to be that. It would be yeah. a bit peculiar. Does you think uh, do you, OA stands for something? The OA? Yes. The OA. Or not. <laughs> I think I think it sort of strikes me, I don't know, it sounds like an acronym for some central processing unit in a computer or something. Like, for, you know, it's a metaphor yeah. for a controlling unit of, I've, I, like I said, I've got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right yeah. okay anyway if uh if anyone else would like to um don't tell us what happens yes yeah <laughs> no one's told us what happens no, no. yes we do have to say that though if you'd like to send us an email uh about any of the questions we had or anything else you'd like to say about the podcast email address is the over analysis podcast at ethancrane.com or you can leave a comment on the web page which is on the website ethancrane.com c-r-a-n-e Yes, but please, please don't tell us any spoilers for the future episodes. We're still on episode three. Yeah. Don't be worried people do that now. Sure they won't. We'll have to, we'll, we'll have to just delete them. No, no one's going to do that. None no, of our lovely listeners will do them. that. No, yeah. All right. Anyway, otherwise, we shall uh, see you for episode four. Mm. Yeah. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.